This is The Furnace with John Burton. All right, so uh, I think a bunch of you are about to get triggered. I'm going to talk about President Donald Trump. I posted a couple of things yesterday about our president and the internet goes cray cray insanity and there's something radically wildly dysfunctional going on out there i i don't know that i've ever seen something like this and i'm talking about over the last you know few years since he was running for office and since he became president i don't know if i've ever seen anything like this in my life maybe on the other side with with obama uh, maybe we could we could compare but I, I, I'm just stunned at supposed mature, spirit-filled Christians going off the rails and being triggered over issues uh, centered around holiness and righteousness. It just blows my mind. And so basically what I was saying is that it's definitely concerning, and I've been saying this since before the election. It's definitely concerning that uh, that the president of the United States, who is a professing Christian, this changes everything. If he's not a professing Christian, this changes everything. All right, he is one. It's 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 stunning that a professing Christian can do the things that he does, and. But that's not the, that's not, this has never really been the point of my discussions, of my analysis. I understand that President Trump is in process. I get that. I I get it, totally get it. I understand that the sanctification thing is not complete. I get that. It's easy to understand that. And I find it hilarious when people have to kind of clue me in on that secret, you know, uh, concept. It's not secret. It's, it's, I get that. Of course he's in, in the in process. So are you. And so am I, I get that. My concern is not so much where he's at. My concern is that spirit filled Christians are looking the other way. You've got to get this. This, the the this is a bigger issue than just dealing with President Trump. Dealing, it's a much bigger issue than that. I'm going to throw something out there. If you don't hear me correctly, you are going to become a troll, capital T. I, you're you're gonna you're gonna go off the handle. If what I posted yesterday triggered people, this will trigger you. This will trigger you for sure. And by and by the way, when I say triggered, oh my gosh. What's the matter with some of you? I mean, the accusations being hurled, and I had to block a guy for for just, I mean, just, I mean, he's, oh my gosh, I can't even believe I'm saying this. This guy was actually suggesting that impure language, foul language, Name calling, all of that was spiritual warfare. It's appropriate. He was actually, he, he, he actually was proposing that and saying how it's how those who don't affirm foul language, name calling, all of this kind of stuff, this this stuff that happens on elementary school schoolyards by bullies, 
He's saying if you don't support that, then you're the problem. And he, he kicked into, you know, accusation and name-calling himself. He said to block the guy. There's others who are just, you're just nasty, some of y'all. I get it. Maybe you had a bad day. It's all good. I'm not offendable. I, I get it. I've got thick skin. But some of y'all just nasty. You need to repent to Jesus. <laughs> you just, you got to. And, but here's, here's, here's what will if that triggered you yesterday, here's, here's what will trigger you today. If you don't hear me right, you're going to respond in a very mean way. All right, listen. When the Antichrist, are you triggered yet? When the Antichrist is on the scene, he will be doing a lot of very good things. And it will be easy for people to look the other way because they don't want to lose these good things that he's bringing to the table, that he's bringing to the world. They don't want to lose those things. They affirm him. They appreciate what he's doing. So they're going to look the other way. Listen to me closely. I am not calling Donald Trump the Antichrist. If you say that I'm saying that, you're a liar and you're a troublemaker. You're a busybody. You need to repent. I'm not saying that. I believe God has ordained Donald Trump for this hour. I believe it. But here's the point. Here's the comparison. Why are you looking the other way with Donald Trump, just as the world will be doing with the Antichrist? Why are you looking the other way regarding issues in his life that not only will uh, affects his eternity, his, his, his eternity, but also affects our nation? Why are you looking the other way? And don't tell me you're not. Well, I guess maybe you're not, but in general, people, I hear it all the time. This is mind-blowing. I've heard it. I heard it from before the election when, when, you know, all of the, all of the stuff about his, his, you know, womanizing and just terrible things, honestly, all of that was going on, things that he said, people were saying this, nobody's perfect. We're not electing a pastor in chief. We're electing a commander in chief. And I'm hearing that still today. And so what they're arguing is like, listen, eh, it's this false grace kind of thing. Eh, nobody's perfect. Little immorality, no big deal. It's no big deal. Chill out. People, people will say, we're all sinners. Chill out. Oh my gosh. It's no big deal. It's not an issue. Come on. Quit being so legalistic and religious. Stop it. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. President Trump, we've got your back. Do whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Be as immoral as you want. Be as crude as you want. Be as rude as you want. It doesn't matter. Listen, you're a sinner. I'm a sinner. We're all sinners. It's all just, let's just all have this happy little. Are you serious? That's what people are saying. A lot of them. I hear it all the time. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. 
So we should not expect a professing Christian to reject sin. We shouldn't expect that. Is that what is that what's what's being said? Now, do you know that it's possible? Not only possible, but appropriate, expected to support somebody. I support President Trump. I didn't elect, I, or I didn't vote for him during the last election. I may, I may vote for him in the coming election. Maybe we'll see. Definitely not voting Democrat, just in case you're worried. You know, which which brings up all those other arguments that that I'm not. That people bring up these arguments that I'm not even arguing. Well, if you don't vote for President Trump, you're voting for the Democrats. This is not the point of the discussion. It's not the point of the discussion whatsoever, at all. Not even a little bit. I'm not. Ta- this isn't a political discussion. This is a moral discussion. Okay. And so we're, we're, so we're talking about how mor- morality, immorality, holiness, righteousness impacts a nation. And so, so now understand, we absolutely can support a politician that isn't quote-unquote perfect, as y'all say. Well, nobody's perfect. Can you support a politician if they're not perfect? Yes. Yes, you can. Absolutely, you can. You can. Absolutely, you can. With with caution, with wisdom, with the fear of the Lord, yeah, you can. What's the point I'm making here? Is that we should... If we are supporting President Trump as an example, we should also be able to not be okay with certain things that he does and even to be concerned and and even to call him out on it. We should be able to do that. Why wouldn't we do See, those that are supporting President Trump unconditionally, which is what's happening. They they lose all credibility. So if you're one of those people where you you refuse with a with a with a heart of honor, with a heart of love, with the right attitude, you refuse to call him up higher, to hold him to a certain level of conduct as a, as a professing Christian, you refuse to do that. You've lost all credibility. You just, you just don't you don't have you don't have credibility. You're you're a yes man. That's all you are. You're a yes man. And this is a big deal. This is a serious issue. What we should be hearing today is very simple. It's not hard to understand. We should be hearing people say, you know what? I support President Trump. If that's the case, I support President Trump. I believe. God has ordained him for this hour. I affirm what he has done by fighting against abortion and bringing in the the right Supreme Court justices and being pro-Israel 
on and on and on. Just list out all of, all of the positives. There's a bunch. There's a whole bunch. So I affirm that. I appreciate that. But I'm also concerned and I'm not okay with the way that he treats people. Narcissism. With foul language. I'm, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with him name-calling. It's not, it's not conduct becoming a Christian. It's not even conduct becoming a secular president. It's inappropriate. It's wrong. In fact, living that lifestyle, even though he's currently in this sanctification process, if he continues in sin, his own soul is at risk. His own soul is in danger. But if we embrace unconditionally all of that, then we're going to see the moral climate of our nation plummet. And so people are saying, it doesn't matter to me if he as a Christian is crude and rude and uses foul language and it doesn't matter if he calls people's names, if he's, it doesn't matter. We're not, we're, we're all, nobody's perfect. It's okay. It's okay to do those things. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Maybe he shouldn't do it. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. If he does this other stuff. Well, you know, it's not either or, it's both and. He should be doing this other stuff that, that he's doing. And he should have humility. It's both. He should have humility. He should be humble. Okay? Am I saying he's not humble at all? I'm not saying that. But I am saying that he's got issues. If you don't see that he has issues, you have no credibility. If you see that he has issues and you don't care, you definitely lose credibility. You don't have a voice anymore. And so, but the situation that I'm dealing with is all of these triggered, uptight yes men and yes women. Why are you doing that? Donald Trump is not a deity. He's not. And let me go further. Some of you are way too invested in the political system. I'll tell you straight up, I appreciate the things that Donald Trump is doing. I do. More than likely, I'm leaning toward hoping that he's re-elected. re-elected. Yes, you're right. He, he would be better than the, than the alternative. Yep. It's all, that, that's all true. I believe that's, I believe that's true. But on election night, I am not going to be throwing a party if he gets elected and I'm not going to be crying myself to sleep, grieved and writhing around on the floor if he's not. I'm just not. I'm going to watch the election night and I'm going to go to bed. Wake up the next day with a a president-elect, a new one, or he'll continue on. What I'm trying to say is, our focus is wrong. We need to be focused mostly on revival. 
we need to be focused mostly on prayer and intercession. And that's what we need to be focused on. I even made the argument. You got to listen. Don't be, don't get triggered again. I made the argument during the election. I wrote an article and I, and I wondered, is it possible that America could be closer to revival if Hillary Clinton was elected? Is it possible? Why, why would I say that? Because revival doesn't come via correct policies and doesn't come that way. Revival usually comes through pressure. Very often through persecution. So you look and see what's happening in the Iran church and China and and you see a move of God under intense persecution. You know, I've heard it said that the Chinese church doesn't pray that China would be like America one day, but they pray that they pray that America would have persecution like China. Because that's what that's what brings revival. Now again, I'm not sitting here praying for persecution. I'm not praying for it. I'm trusting God in his wisdom. But I wonder, it's a question that I have. Is it possible that ungodly leadership could lead us to the altar much quicker? I think it is possible. Because too many people with President Trump have set back and put all of their hopes in that guy, hoping to bring some sort of national awakening just because of policies that he makes. And I just, I just, that's not the way to do it. So we need, so, so stop being triggered. Stop, 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 just stop, stop it. I never asked for this, I never do. But some of you owe me an apology. You really do. I don't need your apology. And I forgive you without any apology. But some of you got triggered. You put words in my mouth. A lot of you did that. Listen, listen, I'm I'm not saying this for my sake. I'm saying this for the sake of fixing an issue that's really bad right now in our nation. So, so you put words in my mouth, presuming that I was saying something I wasn't. You, and I had to block one of you. Almost had to block another one. Might still happen. I'm talking about on Facebook. And you need to, you need to, you need to grow up. You need, you need to be honoring and full of love. See, the fact that I would bring some scrutiny to our president does not mean that I'm being mean, doesn't mean I'm not supporting him, does not mean I'm, I'm not praying for him, Do, doesn't mean any of that. I mean, it means, it means I have a brain and I have a spirit and it's obvious that some of this needs to be dealt with. I want to end with one thing that is important. Yesterday, before all of this, I posted something that y'all ought to check out if you're on my Facebook why I don't name names. You know, um, rarely. I rarely name names. 
So you won't see me writing an article for Charisma Magazine, typically, typically, where I am just throwing someone under the bus and I'm and I'm naming their name and I've done that. I think I've done it twice. I think I've done it twice. So for example, I did it with Joseph Prince many years ago with, with the issue of False Grace. Most recently I did it with Lauren Daigle. And both of these articles that I wrote, very honoring, but I did name their name. A lot of people are, they kind of get they have this fleshly curiosity and they want people to name names and I typically don't do that because I want to honor people and I don't want I don't I, I don't want to make this broad public proclamation that they're that they are false they're false teachers they're whatever and but there are there are sometimes and I dealt with this in the post that I do name names the reason I'm bringing this up is people might be wondering, well, why are you bringing up Donald Trump's name? I'm going to explain that. First of all, when I talk about naming names, what I mean is where I'm making a, I'm calling them out regarding an issue that would bring their, even bring their uh, Christianity into question. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm not talking about naming someone's name. For example, um, I could name Rick Warren. And I could say I don't I don't affirm a lot of what he does in ministry or or some of the seeker sensitive stuff or whatever. It's okay to say that. Or because I still like a lot of what he does, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that he's not a Christian. Or I could name the name of Kenneth Copeland. There's so much that he does that I love and so much of his teaching that I love. Does he ever do some things that that I don't affirm? Sure. Here's a here's a here's a good example. Here's a really good example. And I understand that I'm going to be teetering on the edge of naming a name. But let me give you an example. Joel Osteen. It would be, if I did my research and I prayed into it, 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 I could possibly, I'm not there yet, I'm not there yet, but I could possibly write an article, name his name, and declare that he is doing damage to the kingdom. I, I, could, I could possibly do that. I'm not doing that. Understand. I'm giving you an example. I'm not doing that. I, I, I've thought about that. And I'm not saying I would never even do it in the future, depending on different things that unfold. I'm not, I'm not saying I would never do it. I've thought about it in the past. Should I? Should I? Because a lot of people have written on him. But should I do that? And I haven't named his name. I haven't called him out. I haven't, you know, gone in the direction of, of, of maybe slander or something like that. I would never want to do that anyway. But, I, but the point is, I... I I haven't done that like I did with Joseph Prince. I haven't deemed him, in my opinion, dangerous to the kingdom. I haven't done that. But I could say, without any problem, that his some of his methods and his messages trouble me. So, so do you understand the difference? When I say naming a name, I'm not saying that I don't ever bring up somebody's name. I'm not saying that. I'm saying naming a name in such a way that would really defame their ministry and and hopefully in an appropriate way, meaning something is really wrong. So as an example, I will easily name names of people who are clear heretics. You know, so I think of Rob Bell or I think of Carlton Pearson or people that by their own admission, even, they would be 
adhering to what Christians believe is heretical teaching. And so I can easily name those names. But I tread carefully. The fear of the Lord is on me big time when I'm dealing with legit Christians. I'm very, very careful. The reason I brought up Lauren Daigle is because she publicly said something that could put millions at risk of hell. So that's one of my qualifications. If somebody holds to something that puts people at risk of hell, I'm talking about a serious, clear and present danger, I'll deal with that. So I believe Lauren Daigle saying that she doesn't know if homosexuality is a sin with the influence that she has, I believe that is a clear and present danger. Can easily lead people into homosexuality. Um, you know, I've, I've dealt with the issues. You know, like I said with Joseph Prince, I believe false grace might be the most dangerous doctrine in the world today. Okay, so that's why I named his name. But I hope I hope that makes sense. So to bring our president back into this, it would be wrong for me to name his name as a Christian at this point and say that he's a heretic that he's evil, that he's, that he, you know, that it would be wrong. I mean, horribly wrong. Some of y'all do that. Horribly wrong to do that. However, there's nothing wrong with me naming his name and saying Donald Trump. I, 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 I appreciate him. I pray for him. I support him or whatever. But these are issues that I have and these are concerns and these are very real concerns. And as I said at the beginning of this thing, the concerns are not so much with him. It's not that I want to go sit down with him, although I would. I want to go sit down with him and bring all this stuff up. And Donald Trump, I want you to be a better person. That's not the point of this at all. The point is the millions of Christians who are taking the uh, nobody's perfect approach. It doesn't matter approach. A little bit, a little bit of sin doesn't matter. The bigger picture is what matters. Character issues don't matter. And these people have been saying it, you know, a lot of times I'll say, well, he's in process. They were, they were arguing this before he was in process. They were arguing this before the election when the, the guy had serious problems. So I'll, I'll say right now that anything repented of in his life, it's gone. I don't bring that stuff up. I don't bring it up. I don't, I don't bring up the, the womanizing or whatever in terms of all of the past stuff. He's clean if he's truly repented. If he's truly repented, he's clean. All of that's done. It's all good, right? But the current status is what we're dealing with now. Where is he at right now? And currently, there is some serious conduct on becoming a Christian. And he is influencing millions of Christians who are now saying that it's no big deal. And don't tell me that it's not that I'm going that I'm going overboard on this. Because people are they're just sin is becoming no big deal. As long as they is you know people will say God knows they'll say well God knows my heart or God knows his heart. Are you serious? What a ridiculous what what a ridiculous statement. Our hearts are wicked according to scripture in terms of I mean outside of God we're hopeless. It's a stupid thing to say. Never say that. And because the argument is, well, God knows my heart and he knows that I love him and I know that, you know, he loves me and, and it's all good. And even though I've got a little sin in my life, God knows my heart and it's all good and everything's fine. That's the argument. 
and that is wrong because you can love God and God can love you and you can you can have this whatever good heart or convince yourself that you have a good heart and and all of that and live in sin and go to hell so what's happening is people are closing their eyes and shutting their ears to the issues of sin and it's no big deal it's no big deal and it's that sin that can lead millions to hell that's why I deal with this so that's what's going on I would love to hear your comments some of you if you're going to be triggered your whole life you ought to grow up get a little thicker skin quit 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 sniping at the moment of a threat of our president honestly have discussions and uh, you'll live a happier life all right very nicely leave some comments talk to you next time thank you for listening to the furnace with john burton you can access media read articles and partner with the ministry online at burton.tv and by all means share this podcast with those who are hungry for revival reformation and revolution